This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, November 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Fudge a possibility for House Ag Chair. Stimulus, government funding on to-do list, and FAS sees China's soybean imports dropping. Fudge a possibility for House Ag Chair. There are several big questions for U.S. agriculture as a result of the election, but none bigger than who will replace Colin Peterson as chairman of the House Ag Committee. Among the names in play is Ohio Representative Marsha Fudge, who chairs the subcommittee that oversees USDA operations and nutrition programs. One longtime ag lobbyist says the Congressional Black Caucus appears to be pushing hard on Fudge's behalf. Fudge, who represents heavily African-American areas in the Cleveland-Akron region, has been critical of the Trump administration's efforts to restrict eligibility for nutrition assistance. Other possibilities include Georgia Representative David Scott, the committee's most senior Democrat, California Representative Jim Costa, and Mississippi Representative Betty Thompson also have been mentioned. Thompson would have to give up his chairmanship of the Homeland Security Committee. Now take note, during the last two years, Peterson went out of his way to get Democrats on the committee up to speed on ag issues. That is going to wind up paying off for U.S. agriculture down the line, says National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue, a longtime aide to Peterson. LaRue speaking on a post-election AgriPulse webinar yesterday. Stimulus, government funding on to-do list. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell told reporters in Kentucky he wants to pass a new stimulus bill before the end of the year, saying partisan passions prevented a deal before the election. With Republicans in a strong position to retain control of the Senate and Democrats losing seats in the House, McConnell potentially has more leverage over the negotiations in the lame duck. Certainly, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is in a weaker position than she was before the election when the polls were suggesting Democrats would expand their House majority and take over the Senate. Getting a deal still won't be easy, and it's not clear what ag provisions would make it into an aid package and how Peterson's loss could affect the talks. Peterson authored a detailed list of provisions that were included and a House-passed aid bill. Take note, senior ag lobbyist Randy Russell said on the AgriPulse webinar yesterday he thinks there is less than a 50-50 chance that a stimulus bill will pass before the end of the year. His reasoning? Well, the sharp difference between McConnell and Pelosi on how much spending is needed. Russell says he's more optimistic that Congress will pass an omnibus spending package to keep the government funded through the rest of the 2021 fiscal year that started October 1st. GOP looks to keep control of the Senate. Vote counting yesterday appeared to show what had seemed apparent Tuesday night. Republicans likely will retain control of the Senate. The biggest blow to Democratic hopes may have occurred in Maine, where Sarah Gideon, Speaker of the State House of Representatives, conceded to incumbent Republican Susan Collins, who had been trailing in the polls all year. Democrats went into Election Day needing three seats to get to 50, which would allow Kamala Harris to break tie votes if 
Joe Biden became president and four seats for an outright majority. They picked up seats in Colorado and Arizona, but lost one in Alabama, leaving them hoping to pull out still tight races in North Carolina, where Republican Senator Tom Phillips has proclaimed victory over Cal Cunningham or Georgia, where fellow Republican David Perdue holding a slim lead over John Ossoff. FAS sees China's soybean imports dropping. China broke records with its soybean imports for the 2019-20 marketing year, but trade will be cooling off a bit for 2020-21, according to a new analysis released by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Chinese imports are now expected to drop to 95 million metric tons for 2021, down from the record-setting 98.5 million, according to FAS, in Beijing. Although feed production and soybean crush are projected to continue growing into 2020-21 to meet demand from the recovering swine herd and growing poultry sector, the beginning of a gradual drawdown in stocks is expected to constrain imports in the 2021 marketing year, the report concluded. EPA releases human health environmental reviews on pesticides. The Environmental Protection Agency is releasing ecological and human health risk assessments on 21 pesticides, including a popular but controversial herbicide approved for use on genetically engineered soybeans earlier this year. The assessments will be posted in regulatory dockets listed in today's Federal Register Notice. They include a review of Isoxaflutol, a herbicide cleared for use on soybeans resistant to it, but only in specific counties in 25 states because of endangered species concerns. Environmental groups have criticized the agency for approving the herbicide without going through the normal notice and comment period, which involves seeking input in a Federal Register notice. U.S. ethanol exports below last year, but distillers' grains higher. U.S. ethanol exports dropped 23% in September to 77.2 million gallons, which is 20% below levels at the same time last year, according to data analyzed by the Renewable Fuels Association. Ethanol shipments to Canada dropped 11% to 13.6 million gallons, which is 42% of total exports. However, Exports to India jumped 30% to 13.6 million gallons. Global year-to-date exports of U.S. ethanol reached 982.6 million gallons, which is 11% lower than this time of year ago. But dried distilled grains saw its largest monthly volume increase in five years, rising 14% in September to 1.16 million metric tons. Here's today's She Said It. Democrats continue to underestimate the deep-rooted center-right American electorate that resides outside urban areas. That was media strategist Gloria Dennis, chairman of the public relations firm Story Partners. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, November 5th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.